So you got some big lofty goals on that vision board you created in Canva. In particular, you want to make buku dollars this year. I love it, but you're going to need more people to talk to. Hey there, Home Slice. You're listening to the Do the Brave Thing online business podcast, where it is our soul and soul's mission to eradicate this idea that nice people finish last in business and to put money in the hands of good people so they can do good with it. And hey, you're listening, so that makes you a good, nice person. And I want to make sure that you can get your products and services, whether they're just an idea in your head or something you are currently selling out to the massive in a way where they just want to throw their credit cards at you all of the time and actually thank you for taking their money. This podcast is going to give you dangerously actionable tips to do just that, but we're also going to work on your mindset because yeah, sure, you can use contractions in your emails to sound less robotic, but if you can't find the time to write something or keep on second guessing yourself and never hit send, well, it doesn't much matter anyways. You're also going to hear inspiring stories from other online business owners who dared to do the brave thing because when you default to doing the brave thing, you are going to see massive growth in your business. Now let's get to it. What is up, my Do The Brave Thing Home Slices? Kate here, and I am super excited, as always, to be in your ear holes today, where we are going to be talking about audience growth hacks and marketing trends and things that I have seen in 2022 and what I predict 2023 is going to be all about. So I really do think that there are three things that if you are looking to grow your audience, you need to make sure that you are implementing in 2023. And there's a bonus fourth one that I'm actually gonna start with. The bonus fourth one, Okay, lean in. I want you to make sure that you are creating an amazing customer experience. When is the last time you have gone into your Thrive Cart? That's my payment processor of choice, the mailing for it down below. When's the last time you have gone through the purchasing process of one of your products, if you have one? What does that welcome email series look like? Is there one actually there? Are you showing up for group calls? if they are appropriate. Are you giving people that five-star service? Now, if you're like, Kate, I sell $3 printables on teachers paying teachers. Do you make it easy for people to access their purchases? Do you remind them, hey, you bought this in some of your emails, so you should go ahead and use it, okay? When you provide an amazing customer experience, and again, you don't need to give people all your blood, sweat, and tears for $7. I'm not saying that. I am saying I want you to revamp and refresh your customer experience, okay? It is so key. It's something that I'm working on right now with all of my courses, and that comes into making sure the videos are crisper, making sure that I'm adding bonuses or taking away things that don't actually work, asking people for feedback, making sure that I ask people if I have an affiliate program for it, that I'm asking them to join it. I'm asking them to share the results. I want their actual feedback. So number four for marketing, word of mouth, y'all. Treat your customers well, because here's the thing. Even if you only have one product right now, and even if it's only for like $5, right? The next time you have something for sale, the people who spent $5 are most likely going to buy more money from you. Because a lot of people are really afraid to to touch that red button. They don't know what's on the other side of the click. Like, what if your paid stuff stinks? So we're going to make sure your paid stuff is amazing, okay? And it might take you a little while to to de-weed some stuff, to to see some holes in your customer delivery process, but it's okay. I just want to make sure that you are making sure that you are delivering well for your clients. And you know what? If you've been slacking a little bit lately, it happens. You can pick back up the ball. But I'm going to challenge everybody to buy their own products this week. You know your provider. You'll be able to make like a coupon code or sneak yourself in. 
does the process and workflow work? Is something saying the wrong name? Do you have some graphics that you no longer use? We actually, when we were moving over the buyer series for the email marketing fair, I didn't realize that it was actually using some old graphics. Unacceptable, unacceptable. So we're changing all that. Everyone makes mistakes. So treat your actual current customers, the ones that you have, do something nice for them. Make sure that their experience is great. Now, that's our bonus tip. The rest of 2023, how Kate feels the marketing space is going. There's three things besides treating your customers well, which should always be a goal, that I think you need to have in order to grow an audience, to market well, and ultimately to sell. One, video. Deal with it. We'll talk about it in a second. Two, you need to have quarterly or semi-annual big blitz strategies. And honestly, monthly little blitz strategies. Talk about that. And three, you need to have a proper up-to-date, this is key, up-to-date slow burn strategy. You need a mix of all three. So let's go ahead and break that down. One, short-term video. Why? It's everywhere, okay? And if you are somebody who hates talking on video, realize you do not have to talk, especially if you really are considering yourself an introvert and more of a writer and you're like, oh crap, can I just write more stuff? Usually when you're the quiet ones, the introverted ones, you tend to notice patterns about people and little things and you can sort of call them out with trending sounds, right? And people are gonna be like, oh my goodness, yes, how does she know that turning 30 means having a favorite pair of socks? Okay, those are some things that people are really going to enjoy. So think about it for the person and the niche that you actually have, right? Becoming a regular in the gym is knowing what is the great set of dumbbells and which one's the worst, right? Like those sorts of a thing. Those are sort of those little nuances that I know all of my people who consider themselves diehard writers, those are the trends I know that you notice. Again, you don't have to talk. You just put a trending audio sound behind it and talk about your observations. You can definitely invest in, well, Canva, first of all, is amazing, but you can 100% use something like Ivy Mix or She Bold Stock. I'm going to link down below to both of those. They're affiliate links where they have what they call faceless reels and TikToks. So it's like, okay, the three apps that every stay-at-home mom needs, right? And they have those stock videos and they just fill in your text. You can record the actual video, like export a video from Canva to your phone because Canva has that app. I would make it on your desktop because it's way easier, but then I would export it when you're on your phone. So it's already over there. Bingo, bango. Okay. However, however, you can do those. That can be 80%. That can be your 80% of your short-term video. Your other 20%, you need to get in front of the camera. You just need to. It is, I'll be honest, it is very easy to lie on a piece of paper. You can lie on a sales page so your day is long. You can even fake your vibe. It is really hard to fake your vibe that long on that many short-term videos. And I'm not saying you need to create like 80 million of them a day or even one a day. Honestly, I think two weeks is great to start off with. Honestly, start with one. And if you want to batch record two at a time, you got next week's done. Like that is something there. But here's the thing, because people, especially in that mid price point, anything from say that 200 to 2000, which I know is a big, a big span, but like, let's be real in that where people have to have like a second thought about, am I going to buy this? It's past that impulse purchase land. Anything like high ticket, like 5,000 and up, those aren't an issue because recessions don't matter to those people that would have bought in that price point. Anyways, we're going to spend our money. We don't care. 
you are going to need to have a general connection with your audience. People want to make sure that they are buying from people not only that they like, but they can trust. And there's nothing like seeing your face and hearing your voice. And guess what? Getting results from people's content, because spoiler alert, that is the fastest way to cash. Get somebody a result first, and then they're going to want to give you all their money. Like that's just the way that it works. And short-term video is where it is at. Okay. It just, it is. I actually, and I'm going to post a direct link to it down below. If you're like, Kate, I can never think of what to actually post on say my reels, TikTok, YouTube shorts. And we'll talk about where to be in a second. I have a TikTok that literally is going to tell you what app I know for a fact you've done, you've used today. You've looked at it probably several times to give you unlimited content ideas. And again, if you only need one short form piece of video content per week, this app's going to help you with it. And no, it's not like a, a caption one. You don't need transactions. You don't need to do a stupid dance. You don't even need to be witty. You can just help. Okay. You can just help. Now, where should you be? Y'all, we all know TikTok, even though TikTokers from 2020 are bitching that their reach is just so down and their algorithm is not predictable and something will go viral and something will not go viral. It is about having a body of work somewhere. I'm not going to force you to be on TikTok. If you feel more comfortable on Instagram, then do Instagram reels. But it might be worth the effort of downloading the video. Do it before you post it, right? Do it when it says draft. Download the draft and upload it to TikTok. What's the worst that's going to happen? YouTube shorts. YouTube shorts. Here's advice that I got. And this actually goes to that slow burn strategy, which is so vital for the slow burn strategy. You need to get your information from experts who are currently in the field and not people who did something eight or nine years ago. You need people who are getting paid to get other people those results immediately right now. Okay. And so this information from Amy Landino, her and her husband, Vincenzo, the actual video production agency, it's their job to get people, you know, great results with videos and YouTubes. And Amy said straight up, if you are going to start on YouTube right now, focus on shorts, focus on YouTube shorts, because here's the thing, they have now made them SEO friendly. And because we know consumer pattern, shorter is better, right? People are looking for bingeable. But if I have a 15 minute video on how to make a mock-up in Canva, or I can watch a reel that is 10 seconds, 20 seconds in order to make that happen, I'm going to watch that reel every single time. Okay. And you might not think that you are going to get a lot of watch hours because maybe you're like, oh, I'm not going to get monetized. Again, I'm not talking about YouTube necessarily as a monetization strategy. I'm talking about an eyeball strategy. I have done a challenge for myself right now. If you're inside of Love Your List, you get the inside scoop on really what's going on in my strategy behind it, where I've been posting short-term video content for, the goal is for 30 days in a row work because I started before January. So we're going really well on that. There are some videos on YouTube that have honestly gotten me hours of watch time from a minute video. Okay. So do not discount it. So am I saying that you need to, okay, now I need to do, you know, two reels a day and then I need to make sure I pour it over to TikTok. I need to, no, 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 no. Are you going to get more douchebags on TikTok? Probably. So you're going to need to get a thicker skin. I need to get thicker skin. I literally, literally like just a couple days ago decided to finally start porting over my Instagram reels because that's where I felt safest onto TikTok. Cause I'm like, what's the worst that can happen? Somebody's a douchebag. That That's not shocking. Like, dude, I lifted double my body weight. Like I gotta tell you this whole powerlifting thing, even though I was really cocky before this whole powerlifting thing has put confidence to a new level, a new level of not giving a crap about mean people y'all. 
Okay. And we're going to have a behind the scenes episode because people have been asking me about the fitness stuff. We'll have one of those in a couple of weeks. I, I promise. It'll be like a bonus Friday episode. So video, you're doing it. <laughs> it's just it. You don't have to show your face. I talked about a lot of alternatives. There's a link down below that here to the couple of reels that I've been making, especially you're going to see really, really quick, really, really snappy. I, I can get it in and out in like less than 20 minutes. Okay. Have I gotten a million bajillion followers from it? No, but I've been getting a lot more engagement from people. I'm playing the game that people want to see. And honestly, it's just really easy. It's really easy. And if you have y'all, if you have a whole bunch of blog posts or a whole bunch of old YouTube videos or a whole bunch of previous content, share one tip from one of those things and you're good to go. Okay. So now that I'm done talking about video and talking about treating your customers well, because those things are very important, let's talk about how you need to have a semi-annual or quarterly blitz strategy. We're going to talk about a couple of mixers of blitz strategies that I feel and a slow burn strategy. I'm honestly even going to put, because we're just talking about it, short-term video content as a slow burn strategy. Even though online right now, that is the most consumable type of content and it is the time that has the most highest way of going viral, whether which one of those three that you pick, reels, shorts, or TikTok, you still need to make sure that you're doing it right, right? You still need to make sure that you're measuring it, that you're seeing what audience are, are going for. Again, sometimes the algorithm is gonna love it for no reason, and sometimes things that you think are great are just aren't gonna get the reach. It, it happens. For, for that, it's kind of a numbers game, okay? It's kind of a numbers game. But when it comes to other slow burn strategies, right? Things like SEO, search engine optimization. My bloggers are like, finally. Things like Pinterest, okay? Those are the things that will take a while to get results, yes, but will give you that sort of slow and steady trickle. Like, say you're not going to get, you know, a thousand new subscribers every single day from an article that is doing well on Pinterest, but you know, it's getting you like five, 10, 15 people a week. Those sort of slow and steady. I like to almost call them background strategies. Are you going to need to put a little bit of effort into those background strategies? Yeah, but not too much when, and this is so important, you need to make sure you're getting your information when it comes to these slow burn strategies because they can be time sucks and because there's such a delay. But I really do think that having that sort of consistent slow burn is important to have one of those. You need to make sure that you are getting your information from somebody who is in the trenches right now, getting paid to get people results on that platform. Not somebody that got results on that platform, but somebody who runs an agency to get people results. Okay. Because here's the thing. Things like Pinterest. It has gone through a lot of changes. Pinterest realized that it had alienated its users. And I'm not talking about me and you as creators. I'm talking about actual consumers hated it. They hated idea pins. They hated them. Because when you go on Pinterest, your goal is to create a collage board, truly, or to click on something and go where you want to go. Pinterest has since, and we have an interview with Kate from Simple Pin coming up in a couple of weeks. So hit subscribe. It's going to be going live on the 25th of January. Pinterest was like, we tried and failed. <laughs> okay. 
So they are now going back to the things that used to work before. Do they still have ideas? Pins? Yes. But they're rolling out that last slide can have a link because people were looking at these recipes for these gorgeous salads or putting together these outfits and they're like, I want it because they had trained their users. You love it. You click, you go. And they had stopped that for a while because honestly, they really wanted the ad revenue. Like, let's just be real. They wanted the ad revenue, but they have since changed their game. Okay. You can't be using strategies like group boards and all that other stuff. Like you can't do those old strategies. Like I said, I need you to, when you are picking your slow burn strategy or revamping an old one that you have agency owners, if any agency owner is offering some type of free content or even a course, that's where you are going. You're not going to waste your time with somebody that hit it big with Pinterest like five years ago. And now they just teach Pinterest about Pinterest. Okay. You need somebody who gets dollar bills right now. That's why Simple Pin Media, Kay All, she's coming on the podcast in a couple of weeks. She's the only one that I'm going to recommend for that. Okay. For SEO, you're going to need to find it again, an SEO agency, like someone that's reputable that you've heard of before. Like, I don't know. I'm pretty sure Maz is still in the game. I would follow what they say. Or I'm, what is it? Neil, Neil Patel, right? Because he has his um, search engine optimization tool that like people can pay for and get keywords. He's got to be on top of it because if he stops getting results, he actually starts not getting paid clients. Like he loses money if he can't keep on top. Okay. So for your slow burn strategy, I definitely want you to have one. You're not necessarily going to dedicate a gajillion hours a week to it, right? You're going to have to divide up your week, great customers, your one video a week that I'm asking you to do and work again on that sort of background slow burn strategy. Now, Let's go to the ones that everybody gets the adrenaline rush from that I totally love. And that is the blitz strategies. I also call them the audience injectors, but sometimes that can sound a little weird coming out. So you can have quarterly or semi-annual ones. And a quarterly one can be something like you are going to run a live challenge or an action incubator. Now, usually with those types of things, if you have affiliates for whatever you're going to pitch paid at the end, then you can ask them to talk about you. But if not, it's really just you sort of talking to your own audience to get people excited. Gone really are the days where like free 22 day challenges or 21 day challenges are going to go like viral because other people are going to share about it. Now, can you encourage people who share up for your free challenge to invite their friends? Of course, you can use something like share a sale or go viral or not share sales, excuse me, you can do go viral, you can do up viral, which is a paid version. Like, yeah, you can ask people to share, but you are not going to get thousands of new people for a free challenge that you're running live and you didn't do any necessarily paid advertisement towards. Okay. It's just not, not the way it's going to work. Okay. The next sort of kind that you can do, and this is the kind to actually get you in front of new people would be, and this is more of something you could definitely do monthly or every other month, I think it'd be really great. You could do something like a freebie swap. So that is where you get together with somebody who has a complimentary audience and both of you send an email about the other person's freebie and you send them to a landing page and that's it. It's just like a cool things email find type of a scenario. I think those can work really, really well. Again, do the brave thing. It is a really tough ask to be like, can you tell your most precious resource about my thing with risk that people are going to leave because you talk about me. Okay. It's a big ask, but it can have really big rewards. Start with your friends. I know that you have taken some courses. I know there are some people that you are friends with on Instagram that you can be like, Hey, let's promote each other this week. It's going to work out well. It really is. The other two, 
And these are the ones that I think, regardless if you're business to consumer or business to business, you need to be running one of these at least once a year. But honestly, you could probably get away with twice a year, if not more. Okay. First one, not a shocker to anybody, a free or paid bundle. Now, a free bundle, you are going to have the goal truly of just getting new email subscribers, usually because you're going to do a, say, a bigger launch, like a challenge. And you can definitely, we talk about the Leafs method inside of Collaboration Cashin. I'll put a link down below for that as well. We talk about how you can get things like sponsorships and tripwires. And there are other ways to make money from a free event that you're running from a free bundle, but you know, going into it that you're going to make, you know, maybe a couple thousand dollars. Okay. Or you can do a paid bundle. If you're doing a paid bundle, I recommend having more contributors than you do from a free bundle because people are really looking for that value when they're putting something paid. So realize you're not going to grow your audience as much, but if you have high quality items, cause this is a key for both bundles, you're going to make more money you just are, right? Like, because they're a great value. It is a great way as a contributor to sort of grow your email list. It's a great way to make some extra cash for everybody. They're fantastic. We're running a pay bundle ourselves in May. So keep your eyes out for that. You do a free one. Love those. We used to do the back to business bundle. That was a free one. It worked so well. So well, you guys heard the breakdown. The other one, and I wanted to leave you with this one because this actually goes back to that silver and strategy of you need an expert who is in the field trying to actually get these things done on a daily basis. And that is running an online summit. Now I know, especially in the business to business space, they feel like they are played out and that generic online business summit, you're 100% correct. But do you want to know who is lead, like literally eats and breathes summits? Krista Miller from Summit in a Box. Now, if y'all are longtime listeners, you know that Summit in a Box has been one of my top three best online purchases ever for like the last, what, three years in a row since I've owned it. It is a course that makes every other course kind of look like trash because if there's ever anything that you ever wanted done for you when it comes to a summit, it's in there. It is in there down to like, okay, um, I want to run my summit on the fifth. So when should I do everything? And she like auto-populates this magic Google spreadsheet that literally breaks down every single day with a date, what you're going to do. And like, it's templates galore. It literally is a summit in a box. It is absolutely fantastic. And I will say that summits, especially in the business to consumer realm, are doing fantastic, are absolutely doing fantastic. And I know that I actually tend to get a lot of people who aren't blogging about blogging or marketing about marketing, right? So that's why I'm so excited because I'm going to be teaming up with Krista Miller on January 19th where she is going to be doing her presentation all about running summits. So that way at the end of it, the summit itself, you can launch your online course. So like I said, with my summits, we have always made five figures with them. I think the lowest that we made was $23,000. And then we can make money on the sales off of it because when you follow Chris's method for summit in a box, not only are you going to get more people buying, more people going to the summit, more people wanting to promote better angles, but she's going to make sure that you are attracting people who would be the best target for your courses. So she's not using the summit as the moneymaker per se, even though, oh my God, y'all, like you need to get on that class. She helped somebody, it was like the card, like it was like about making like greeting cards and like homemade cards. I want to say it was something like $90,000. It was a ridiculous amount of money just from the summit, not even from the launch afterwards of the product. It, it, it was, it was banana pants, 
this is why, well, like I talked about, when you pick your slow burn strategies, those SEOs, those Pinterest, those YouTubes even, regular YouTube, right? Slow burn strategies. It's going to take a while to see some actual results, but you know, you consistently plug out it. It's going to work. You have to be with Krista because you're right. Certain generic summits are played out, but when you know how to do them well, when you were learning from an expert who's in the trenches, she literally just ran one for somebody else. Like you can't get any more knowledgeable than how to make a summit work in quarter four of 2020 and going forward in 2023. And Crystal will answer all of your questions. And I honest to God, even though y'all know I love free and pay bundles more than I love summits. Like I'm never going to lie to you. I am so unbelievably glad that we ran those summits. I am so unbelievably glad because here's the thing. I need you to run both because then you're going to see what style you like best. My friend Lady Lamar, she loves our summit. She loves our summit way more than she loved doing bundles, right? But you have to test it out. Then you have someone like my friend Faith Mariah. You guys know Faith has been our literally our most guested guest on the show. She runs both. She has a summit that she does for her community. She runs free bundles, which usually we're a part of because I heart Faith and she hearts me. Very cool. We're very much about each other's lives, right? But you've got to run both to see which one is most effective for you, for your team if you have one, and for your style. You might absolutely love talking to people. You might hate it. You might want to be having those bigger paydays and not trying to play a longer game that a free bundle has. It's entirely up to you. But here's the thing. I do not want you just dedicating yourself to a strategy for like three days and then burning out and then not doing it again. Regardless of if you decide to do a big blitz strategy, like doing a freebie swap or a slow burn, which is actually podcast pitching. And I have somebody coming in in February to talk about podcast pitching. Like you need to dedicate yourself to one of these strategies. You need to line yourself up with an expert who is preferably getting paid as some type of agency owner or some type of one-on-one person to get people results in these fields. You need somebody who is in the thick of it to see what is going on, to talk about the trends, how to counteract this. Like, okay, this is so saturated. How can we make it less saturated? How can we make yours stand out? I literally just had a student who ran a free bundle. It was for teachers. And it was something like, I'm actually going to pull up my Instagram right now because I don't want to misquote it. I know they ended. It was, she, she had a free uh, mailer light account and she ended up getting so many subscribers in so short of a time. I don't think she'll mind that like she got flagged to make sure that she was doing things that were legit. Like that's how well these bundles are working. But it was, it was thousands. And I believe that the people that were participating, it was hundreds, hundreds of people that they got on their list in just a couple of days from running free bundles. So they 100% still work. Are you still gonna get some unsubscribes? Of course you are, but you are going to be so shocked when they are done well, how many people hang around. Same thing with the summit. Are you going to get people that unsubscribe after a summit? Yeah, but when you follow Chris's methods that she's gonna teach you, you get a hell of a lot less. So you can head on over to katedoster.com forward slash summits. There's going to be the first link in the show notes. It's actually going to be about that free live class that Krista is doing for us because I really do think that you need to run both to see which one is going to be your go-to blitz strategy for the rest of the year. So that's it for me. I know this one was a bit of a long one. Next week, we'll try to be a bit shorter and I'll see you all.
there. Well, look at that action taker. You made it all the way to the end. Kudos to you. So if you want to keep this do the brave thing momentum going, because let's be real, sure, listening to a 25 to 30 minute podcast can definitely get you amped, but what are you going to do the rest of the week? Make sure you're following me over on Instagram, Kate underscore Doster. There's a link in the bio. And if you absolutely love this episode, it would be fantastic if you could leave us a rating and review or share a screenshot and tag us on your Instagram stories. I'll see you next week. Later days.